0: Welcome everyone to Millennials and Money Cafe, where we create events to empower, inspire, and motivate millennials to love, live, and matter. Hi, I'm Marilyn O'Malley, your host, and I guide sensitive and creative leaders, entrepreneurs, and professionals to remove their subconscious beliefs and habits that are holding them back so they can break through to their next level of personal and professional success, wealth, happiness, and self love. I want you to know that you and your actions matter. And so today I have an amazing, um, guest who is, we're going to be talking about self love and self care and what it means to, um, recognize how, how to recognize your inner beauty. And that is Nitika Chopra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome, Nitika so
1: much, thank you so much for having me
0: you're welcome you're welcome, so i'm going to share a little bit about you so our guests can and then you can share more um so Nitika Chopra is a certified life coach, wellness entrepreneur, go to resource for young women around the globe, and a motivational lifestyle guru. Nitika is on a mission to inspire radical self-love. She began her journey as an entrepreneur as the founder of the popular online magazine Bella Life in 2010. She is also the host of the talk show Naturally Beautiful on Z Living, which focuses on a holistic approach to beauty from the inside out. Her passion for beauty and self-love recently landed her a job with a luxury skincare brand as their on-air beauty expert for QVC. Nitika is a passionate, colorful, and inspirational voice supporting people in their journey to access more self-love by creating a lifestyle reflected of it. Yes, let's not just talk about it. Let's live it, right? Mm-hmm. For more information, you can visit her site at www.nitikashopra.com. Let me spell that for you. It's N-I-T-I-K-A-C-H-O-P-R-A.com. So an inspiring talk ho- show host, beauty and lifestyle expert. Um welcome Nitika. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome you're welcome and like I was sharing with you earlier I just um, love your story and uh, thought that our guests would like it and would be inspired by it and motivated by it Um, and so wondering if you can um, share with us and them. (laughs) Sure yeah well you know
1: I've always been a fan of the saying that we teach what we need to learn, so um, if I'm teaching people all about self-love, it's definitely because I had to learn how to create it for myself, Mm -hmm. and uh, that journey really started at the age of 10 when I was diagnosed with a skin condition called psoriasis, which is really common, and uh, a lot of people have it, but for me, I ended up getting it from the tip of my foot to the tip of my head, and it really identified a lot of things about me and I felt like very trapped in that identity for a really long time. And um, it also propelled me to want more for myself and it propelled me to want you know, a different identity and something that was more aligned with my soul and with my truth versus what my body was showing me at the time. Mm. So I went on a quest and I'm still on that quest every day to figure out what's beautiful about me, what's lovable about me, and what gifts I have to offer the world. And um, I've just always felt that that was something that I was meant to share with with others, not meant to keep to myself, which is why I was always curious as how I can get my platform built and how I can get my name out there. And I ended up starting an online magazine, as you mentioned, um, called Bella Life, which has since closed because uh, I switched over to my own name and my own blog. But um, I started that as my first platform and then got my talk show and from there, I ended up, you know, doing the QVC stuff that you also mentioned. And it's just been a really, um, it's been a very organic journey. It's, you know, I just celebrated my sixth year in business, uh, last week. And it's been a beautiful journey, but it's definitely been one of perseverance and keeping that goal in mind of what I really want for myself and what I really want to share with the world.
0: Mm, beautiful. And, and that, um, you know, I, uh, there's, I have, I have psoriasis also, but um, I I never had it uh, to the extent that you had it. And, and so knowing that there's part of me that's like amazed at you, um, that, that um, having it from head to toe, because I remember just having the patches that I had was like, really having to do a lot of of a lot of inner work around who I was and not letting that define me. And as a young child and then growing into an adult, you know, woman, I, I, I get that, uh, that you like had this, uh, this, uh, you know, that wisdom in you at such a young age to say, I'm not going to let this define me. And something that where like, you know, the advertisements that are on the, on the, um, um, commercials right now about psoriasis Mm -hmm. and and like, see me, right. Don't turn away. And so, so to be in that place where people are not wanting to look at you, um, because of the sores that, um, that you're saying, you're going to see me. (laughs) And that, that blows me away. So I'm wondering if you can speak a little bit about that to, to, um, to share, you know, what did you find inside of you that, um, championed that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I found, I always say that my body is my, has been my biggest teacher in my life. And, Um, I don't know if this makes sense to some people, but it's almost like, you know, in the Indian culture, we have lots of gods and lots of deities. And I almost feel like I bow down to my body as if it was, you know, a teacher and a god in my life. And I really feel that. I mean, I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking of it Mm -hmm. because I really feel that on such a deep level. And what I learned by that exploration has really been That through that teaching, um, as painful as it was, it also taught me tremendous compassion for other human beings Mm -hmm. that no school in the world could have taught me. And I think that that is, you know, as much as, okay, it also taught me how to be incredibly sensitive and it mm-hmm. taught me, you know, how to get my feelings hurt maybe quicker than other people because I grew up in a in a little bit of a challenging situation. Um, that is also a beautiful thing. And it also really taught me how to have tremendous sensitivity and compassion towards other human beings. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably the biggest thing that I learned going through that exploration and as I continue to have compassion for other people, I am always trying to remember to have that same compassion for myself and not be so hard on
0: myself.
1: And, um, you know, as I always say, love myself through things.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you. And um, so let's talk about how do you fall in love with who you are? So how did you start to to fall in love with yourself? And
1: Yeah, I mean, I I wrote a blog about this uh, actually recently, and it's 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 all about fighting for happiness. And um, you know, it's really it's really something I'm passionate about because I know that a lot of times when we're searching for an answer, like let's say you know we have self hatred and we want self love, or we are self you know we're insecure and we want confidence, like whatever those things are that we're looking for. Once we find a little glimmer of hope, it can be really easy to think that we're all good now and and it can be really easy to think that, okay, we've got this one affirmation or we've got this one book or this one course and this is going to be, you know, the thing. I want to love myself. This is going to be it. And something I am almost like an activist for is like self-help, you know, does not just happen overnight. It's not one sentence or one book or, you know, one pill. It's something that you have to work on every single day and many days, every single moment. And so it's really, you know, there became a point in my life when I was going through some really challenging things where I became more committed to my happiness and to loving myself than I became committed to my suffering and my pain. Mm-hmm. And that is really the turning point. So I would say for some people you know, who are saying, how do I do this? The first question to ask yourself is, am I truly committed to being happy? Am I up for that challenge? Am I ready for that work? And if the answer is yes, Wonderful. If the answer is, I don't know, that scares me to death. I have no idea what that even means. That's also wonderful because perhaps there's a willingness there. And if the answer is no, I'm really comfortable in my pain or in my suffering, there's compassion to be had for that too. Because, you know, we get a lot out of not of not um, not feeling great about ourselves and not putting ourselves up, you know, on a pedestal and putting ourselves high and, and loving ourselves. And, and it's important to kind of understand those different nuances about our personalities. But that's the first thing to do is to ask yourself that question. And then from there, I mean, my whole mission is to give people tangible ways to access self-love. So whether that's listening to a podcast every day, like you know, you put on this podcast and you're like you wake up in the morning and you know, geez, I'm having a really silly morning. I just don't feel good. Everything that's going in my head feels horrible. I just don't, you know, we all have those days and it doesn't always make sense. And uh, but instead of choosing that, instead of embracing your day with I'm having a horrible day, You can say, oh, but you know what? I'm going to put on this podcast because I am more committed to my happiness than I am to my suffering. And I'm going to get dressed today and go meet a friend for lunch because I'm going to make sure I'm more committed to my happiness than my suffering. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to, you know, sometimes it's I'm going to watch my favorite show. I have like seven episodes yeah. of Ellen, you know, taped on my, on my DVR because I'm just like, great. This is an awesome happiness pill. I can watch Ellen DeGeneres anytime. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling a little off. Yep. So, yeah, so that was a long answer, but that's, that's what I would say. It's, it's a long journey, you know, to get yourself to that place.
0: Yes. And, and I agree. I, I say it's actually, we'll be working, um, and, and, uh, working and playing with our set with our self love and, and who we are until the day we die. I think. And oh,
1: absolutely. I'm a lot
0: older than you. And I'm still <laughs> every day, every day is a practice. And, Absolutely, um, a playful practice. Um, so that was a great. And what I love about your answer too is that you're really telling people find the things that make you happy. Because Ellen DeGeneres might not be for somebody else, but totally. but you know find your thing that does. And, and the commitment is a huge aspect to that. So um, beautiful. Thank you. And so how? Um, so how also would you? Uh, guide them to begin recognizing their inner and outer beauty with ease. You say with ease. And so um, I would love love for you to share that with her. For
1: audience. your outer beauty, you said?
0: Inner and outer. So how do you begin to recognize <laughs> that inner beauty and outer beauty with ease?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, for me, it was obviously like physical stuff was pretty challenging for a while. Um, so I ended up, um, you know, looking at self-care as an access point to embracing my external and internal conversations. So like what I mean by that is, um, you know, I would, I would lovingly apply lotion to my arms and legs um, and tell myself really sweet things um, in order to love myself up. Um, and I would do that, you know, often, and that would actually permeate inside, but then also make me just feel better on the outside. Um, I really feel like the self-care aspect of it. So for some people, you know, it's not putting makeup on every day. Like, that's not, that's not true for you. Um, you know, that's not, that doesn't make any sense for that person. But it's, you know, putting on a nice sweater, not wearing pajamas, you know, until 6 p.m. or, you know, things like that. So whatever makes you feel, um, you feel beautiful. It's, it's really the same concept as what I was saying about self-love. It's all intertwined, but this is about incorporating it, um, with, you know, your physicality in terms of incorporating the self-care aspect. So that's what I would say.
0: hmm hmm So, um, so I guess, how did you, I'm just getting sort of an, an intuitive hit that people went like, so so you're you're telling uh, or you're sharing, um, do things that make you feel beautiful, care about what you're wearing, care wa- about what you're putting on your skin, care how you put it on your skin or how you treat yourself throughout the day. Um, but what if somebody's not really, uh, loving who they are? Like they don't feel they're enough or worthy or, um, they're disgusted with themselves or something. Mm -hmm. What would, what, how do they, uh, start to tune into that compassion for themselves, I guess, or seeing, seeing that they are lovable and are worthy or, or good enough?
1: Sure. Well, this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about it being a choice. And I don't mean that like, you know, as a blame at all, okay? Because when I started doing this stuff, I mean, remember, I was covered literally from head to toe with psoriasis. My body was flaking. I got arthritis. My bones were getting deformed. I stopped being able to walk for almost four years, So it's – I'm not coming to this with a perception of like, oh, everything is totally easy and it's so – you know, it's not a big deal. I'm Mm -hmm. coming to the table with saying that I started this at the darkest moments of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So – but what I keep reminding people of is this is a choice. You know, I could choose. Am I going to listen to the hurt, sad, angry, upset – you know, super vulnerable and incredibly uncomfortable part of myself, which we all have in our own different volumes and variations. Or am I going to choose to listen to a higher thought? And I get what you're saying. Sometimes you don't even have the higher thought. There are so many times when I didn't have it, but my practice was acting as if I did. Acting as if I did. So that means. That, you know, loving myself even though I didn't really know why I was doing it. You know, loving myself or putting lotion on myself even though I didn't understand why would anyone want to even come close to me right now? I am covered with psoriasis. Um, You know, and all of those things. It's taking the action step. So almost like, you know, when you go to the gym and you just have to get in action – You know, in order to lose the weight, even if you feel like, oh, my God, I'm never going to lose the weight. I'm never going to get healthy. I'm never going to get fit. I'm so frustrated. But people just say, just start by starting. Just go for a walk. You know, Mm -hmm. instead of taking the elevator, take the stairs. It doesn't mean that you have to completely transform every single negative thought in your mind in order for you to actually start seeing differences and making a difference. But, you know, feel take the step is really the point. So you can still start to see changes even if you just go for a walk instead of, you know, take the train or whatever it is, you know? So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. That's what I tell people to do. If that helps answer the question a little better.
0: Yeah. So you're you're just saying, you know, take one step. Choose something. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it is for you, just get started because it's that. And then once you, and then take the next step and that will help create the momentum. And yeah,
1: it's just like one foot in front of the other. Yeah. You know, that's all you can really do because, you know, as I keep saying, like when, when stuff was really hard, no one could tell me that an affirmation was going to make my psoriasis go away or make me start being able to walk or make me look different. You know, and honestly, at the same time, I ended up going through a divorce when I was like 24. So I, it was really bad. You know, when I say that it was bad, I was being, I'm being really honest. And I just, I just wasn't going to have it anymore. I just wasn't going to have it. I was like, absolutely not. I am not going to be miserable. I am not going to be unhappy. I'm not going to hate myself this much. I'm going to work on this. And that's what the choice is. It doesn't make your circumstances any different. It's just how you choose to deal with them.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really important. So, uh, you know, to – To those of you who are listening, this is like what she's saying is so key because if you, you know, you hear her story, you hear what she's going through and struggling and she, uh, um, um, took some steps. But if you go to her website and look at her today, I mean, you're a beaming, beautiful light. What did, what your name, um, um. Uh, Nitika means yeah. ray of sunlight, you know, yeah. and it, you're like shining. And I said to you, you know, one of the things was to, to have all of this going on um, and then to you know to to know that you are going to be radiant. Uh, you're going to radiate out your light. You're going to transform people. You're going to you're going to be a light to be seen in the world. And you've created that for yourself. And so there's a lot of people who are listening who are looking for for that. You know, like God, my life sucks. And, um, but they want something different. And I love the message that you're getting is you've got to commit to being happy versus the suffering. And, um, and you've got to make that choice and you've got to start walking towards that, which can feel very, uh, irrelevant because it's unfamiliar. But once you start doing things, something different than your, um uh, you know, the, the event doesn't necessarily change, but your perception about your life and who you are will change. hmm Absolutely. One step at a time. Yeah, great, great. And so um so you're all about self care and mm-hmm. self care being transformative, and we've touched a little bit on that. Um why don't we talk a little bit because mainly entrepreneurs listening, um, Uh what would be some suggestions that you would give to our entrepreneurs about um, um, self-care, self-love?
1: What would be some suggestions? I mean, I think probably the biggest thing I can share about Um, Self-care and self-love as it relates to being an entrepreneur is – like I say with everything, but with being an entrepreneur, it is hard. (laughs) It is really, really hard to be an entrepreneur. I mean, it's all so beautiful and exciting and thrilling, but – I know from my own experience, I'm basically like putting my soul out there on the internet for people to see and judge and (laughs) like or not like. And I'm waiting for validation on everything I produce all the time to see if I'm going to be able to keep going. And I'm trying to, you know get from paycheck to paycheck and job to job as, you know, especially in the beginning when things weren't as um, as abundant and everything and you're just trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like there isn't enough um, conversation out there about the amount of love we need as entrepreneurs. And I think, you know, the same tactics that I'm using for people just in everyday life, it can be upped that much more for entrepreneurs and really understanding that, you know this is a time where um you need to love yourself more than even normal because you just you're putting yourself out there every day you know and you're following your dreams and you're trying to make something happen that makes zero sense to probably half the people if not more in your life and that's challenging that's really challenging and it can be spiritually uh, exhausting sometimes. So I think just having that amount of self-care and self-love and knowing that about yourself is just incredibly powerful.
0: To- I totally agree. I-, I actually think, or and I think I've heard somebody say, it's like uh, being an entrepreneur is like the ultimate personal development uh, process. <laughs> um, you're going to learn everything about yourself. Everything that, that there is to be worked on will show up. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And
0: so that, and, and, um, you know, so that, that, that loving care is, uh, really, uh, important. And, um, so it's not just about business. It's about, <laughs> it's about life work. It's about you, you know, you there, I, I think entrepreneurs, um, <clears throat> Um, as you well know, it's like we're we're always an entrepreneur. There's like no separation mm-hmm. from that, and so oh, it's yeah. it's finding you know this the self care. I, I know one of the things you say is take many breaks and mm-hmm. um, to uh, be, get out with people because we can get stuck behind our computer at home and um, you know get get lost in the do 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 rather than the being of who we are.
1: Mhm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so um next uh question. So one of the things I think that a lot of our entrepreneurs would love to know is <laughs> and that why you know one of the reasons that i'm like wow she is a powerhouse that you know you come from the story and you've created this brand you've you know you are out there you're on QVC you're out speaking you're 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 just this um, again ray of light sunlight right um, <clears throat> and so how would you become so, such an excellent uh, marketer and and branding entrepreneurial genius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, you're too nice, Marilyn. Thank you so much. But you know, I think um, you know. You we had talked a little bit about before uh, we started the podcast, just about you know really connecting to your marketing and all that kind of stuff. And I think what I can say about that is just that you know it's it's not been a straight. Line for sure. I mean, for a long time I was amplifying other people's voices more than I was amplifying my own. And that was kind of my safe spot and kind of my safe MO. Um and it it took a long time for me to get to a place where I was like, oh wait, like I have something to say. I'm the one, you know, who actually is behind a lot of these things, but I'm just kind of hiding out in the background. So That was one part of my journey. And then I think the second part of my journey has just been kind of how you were saying, you know, that you'll, it's the biggest self development course you can take being an entrepreneur. It's like as I start to get to know myself more and more and more and more, I get to understand like what's true about what my, you know, people want to hear about, what's real about, you know, all the things that I'm sharing, what really, what's who, what's really me? You know, and that's really the question that I ask anytime I post something. What's really me? What are the things that I talk to my friends about that I don't think are that special or that important or that big of a deal, but my friends are constantly reminding me that they are? And, um, you know, how can I constantly and continuously amplify that conversation and those, you know, different parts of myself? That's really all it is. I think – you know, being good at marketing yourself is just about being honest. I really do. I think that's that's really all it is. And I think people, and I have been guilty of this for sure, we try to figure it out and figure out a formula. But, you know, if you think about it in life, when you ha- are in a conversation and you need to know if you're being honest about something or not, it's not complicated. It's like I'm either being honest or I'm not, you mm. know. But somehow in marketing we we kind of make it complicated like oh well you know but this is this could be me too if i you know just <laughs> decide you know that whole conversation like but i could you know like doing online programs and i could be a person who writes a book about you know finding your soulmate or you know i don't know like we just try to fit ourselves into another category and it's just not it's just not where it's at <laughs> it's
0: just mm. not that
1: it's, it's just about being honest so yeah
0: i love that i love that thank you and i think that's important to hear and i think in to that uh, like you said making marketing so complicated like there's so much out there and how do i have to stand out and i have to stand out in all these places and 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 it really is a is a a journey in finding um and finding out how your voice best works right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or is it being on the radio is it in videos is it on QVC is it you know where where is it that that you um can shine, can best shine your light and that's different for everybody
1: yeah and i think you know it's again being honest it's it's not that it's not sometimes it's a little confusing but most of the time Danielle Laporte talks about this all the time about you know expanding or contracting. It's like a physical sensation. Mm-hmm. You know that feeling when all of a sudden like your stomach kind of drops and you kind of feel like oh god, what's about to happen? I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. I don't feel very good versus the feeling of like oh my god, I can't wait for this thing and it's so exciting. You know, once we start to be honest with ourselves and hold ourselves to a certain standard and and really try to understand, like, what is this? What am I really feeling right now? I know for me, I, I have lots of friends that are online marketers and that have online programs, and they do such an amazing job at them. That for years I was like, I need to have an online program. I clearly need to be, you know, doing this. I need to be just like them. I need to be doing this. And I have to tell you, it's really only this last year that I finally really owned I don't want to do an online program. That's <laughs> not what I want to do. That does not light me up. I want to be communicating, which is for me through television or through radio or, you know, things like that. I do not want to be an online marketer. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. I don't know the first thing about it. And I, I honestly, it doesn't excite me, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and I see the friends that do such a good job and it's truly what they're supposed to be doing. So, you know, I think, again, it just goes back to honesty. Really get honest with yourself.
0: Mm. Such a uh, beautiful wisdom for, um... From such a young and, um, wise woman. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: So how can, um, how can our, uh, how can people find you? Where, where can they, uh, um, where do you want them to go and, um, connect with you?
1: Yeah, well so right now um I know you already gave the website so nitikachopra.com uh n i t i k a c h o p r a.com and that's really like my home on the internet. I love it so much on there and I just really truth tell like all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh not actually all day long, once a week on Sundays. <laughs> Um, So share my blog on there. There's lots of great content on there. And then uh, if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll be the first to know about my live events and different offerings that I have just for my newsletter, um, which I would love to have you sign up for that. And then um, the only other place I could say is if you're an Instagrammer. I'm obsessed with Instagram, and I'm just at Nitika Chopra, um, and I'm on Snapchat too, at Nitika C., and, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really fun. I love connecting with people through social media as well. So those are a couple places you can look for me too.
0: All right. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure. And, um, I, I, uh, hope, uh, that a lot of the audience will come over and start connecting with you. And I think that you have a lot to, um, offer and share and, and, um, you know a lot of honesty and and uh again wisdom and and motivation and inspiration and fun. you know you you your site is really uh very interactive you can feel that you can feel your energy on on your website so thank you so much for being here with us today and uh, thank you so much for having me oh you're welcome thank you Nitika. and um if you, others if, that are listening, if you feel hungry and curious for more inspiring interviews and transformati- transformative pat- podcasts like this one, you can go to MarilynO'Malley.com or you can go to iTunes under Millennials and Money Cafe and um, sign up for our newsletter to um, be alerted to um, other topics uh like this one uh relationships money entrepreneurship uh and living your life on purpose and you can follow us on facebook and twitter and thank you again so much Nitika, and thank you everybody for uh listening and if you enjoyed this please share it and here's to you living loving and mattering take care